This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. I'm back. Hang on. No, that's the wrong one. I've got it. We're here. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I hope you can hear me. <laughs> Welcome to the long run. You by the 40 Runs Running community and our friends and sketches, hopefully. Uh, our main topic tonight is, would you rather be a faster runner or a better runner? What does that entail? And how do you go about it? We'll be talking about that a bit later. But we are here every Friday at 7 o'clock, live on Facebook, hopefully, fingers crossed, this week, and YouTube. (laughs) Um, We talk about all sorts of things running, and we try and have a few laughs as well. Um, Like I say, that's our main topic tonight, better runner or faster runner. And my name's Ian Wilson, so let's meet who is joining us tonight. Mr. Chris Ford, who is driving the uh, driving the bus in the absence of Toby this week, nearly drove us off a cliff. Yeah, we nearly drove. We got off to stalled out of the car park, but hopefully um, we'll be pushing on. How are you, mate? All right. Yeah, I, I, again, I'm on production duty, so I apologise for the start. I apologise for the middle bit, and I'll apologise for the ending. I just yeah, so Chris might be keeping a little bit of a lower profile than he's prone to on uh, a Friday night, but, so, but we got. But that's okay because we've got two wonderful co-hosts. To help us along. Sabrina Ahmed's with us again. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. 
Um, you got over the Essex 10K yet? Oh, don't get us started. <laughs> oh, we're, we've got that all to come. And another 40 store, Mr. Hayden Harbour, is joining us. Legend. Good yeah. down there in Surrey. How are you doing, mate? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. A bit hot. I suppose yeah. we ought to talk about that because it's going to be about 140 degrees at perfect, the weekend. Perfect running weather conditions. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, are you going out running this weekend? And what sort of precautions will you be taking that you don't keel over and do yourself in? Who are you directing that at? I'll direct it at you first and then we'll go around the table. I'm probably the worst person to ask because I'm doing probably the worst thing you could do, which is 18 miles tomorrow. Um, that said, we have taken the precautions. Uh, the reason we're doing it is because we picked the worst weekend, I know, but we, we haven't actually gone long, long in our training yet. And psychologically, we feel like we need to go get a long one under the so belt. what week are you in now? I don't know. Um, but there's Simple. no point asking you. I think, because it's difficult, because I'm sort of blending London and Amsterdam. So I could be week four, week six, but either way. Oh, right, I see. Okay. We've got, I, I'm, we've not got long because of where we recovered Edinburgh, blah, 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 blah. So we've been doing plenty of like 13 miles, 10 miles a goal and stuff like that. We, you have that sort of lack of, I don't, I have a lack of confidence over the longer distance. It's always, I think, refreshing to go and try and just make sure you bury that distance. So what we're doing, we've got a route planned. We're going to hit seven odd miles early up to park run. So we have a break, uh, wait for park run to start, do that have a break because there's toilets up at gunpowder admins kindly are uh, offered or actually no bullied into bringing some water for us so then we'll replenish our water we'll tidy up in the toilets you know sounds silly but wash your face over get rid of some of that sweat and then drill it home and then that'll get us our 80 miles so it's actually probably the, on paper the worst way to do your 80 miles because it's it makes it even a longer slog hmm. But we're breaking it up deliberately to make sure that we are getting in plenty of recovery time, plenty of hydration stops, you know, and, and we're checking ourselves over along the way. So we're trying to do it in a safe way, but at the same time still getting the distance done. So it's, it, it is what it is. It's going to be a difficult 18 miles. We accept that. But by breaking it up, yeah. it's effectively three sections. We're hoping we can ride it out. Yeah, because Sabrina, with your qualified coach's hat on, would you suggest um, – well, like Chris seems to be sort of – tinkering with his um, run rather than doing anything radical to change it you know would you recommend that as being the way forward yeah I think you've got to listen to your body as well though and you've got to listen you've got to, you'll know whether you can get the miles in and whether you can't right we are we're every day thanks Chris for those who can't see Chris he's just holding his hand up so oh, I'm sure because someone just put in the comments sorry for people on the pod more sweat marks on the shirt from Chris this week yeah I'm wearing my shirt that changes colour so I was just showing yeah, the, the old global technicolor oh, ones. From... Yeah, sorry, carry on, Abby. Um, No, I was saying that you've got to listen to your body. You know what you can do and what you can't do. Um, at the end of the day, if you miss a run, it's not going to make any difference. If you mm. cut it short, it's not going to make any difference. Um, and the amount of times recently where we've been at races, whether it be Hackney, uh, Lamar, uh, not Lamar, Hackney, South End, etc., where you've seen people killed over on the sides of the road because they've gone at it too hard. Take the pace down, take the distance down if you need to, but I think being safe is the most important thing. Mm. And hydrating, we've spoken about it loads, or you guys have spoken about it loads on here. 
it's not about just hydrating on your run. You need to start it before. So anyone that's doing long runs or any runs this weekend needs to be taking mm. enough water and fuel from Thursday, Friday, not waking up Saturday morning thinking I'm going to drink two pints before I go out. It's not going to help. Yeah, two pints not enough on a Saturday morning, is it? No, all right. Don't get <laughs> on the pints. I would just say, sorry, anybody in the thing, I don't know how to do the thing that Toby does with the link and stuff so we know who you are on Facebook. Yeah. So feel like free to put your name on the end so if you want to put your shout out. That is, um, also, done. you know, you can, um, we have got comments on here and we will sort of like refer to them if you make them interesting and, we, you know, we offer, you know, any sort of questions and things like that. Then we'll try and Stick do them as the course of that because this is not scripted. If you've not been along you before, we, we do fly by the seat of our pants a bit. Yeah, so stick If something interesting comes off, we might go off at a bit of a tangent. Yeah. So, Hayden, what are you up to the weekend, mate? Are you... How are you guarding against frying yourself to a crisp? I've got the easiest get out. I'm injured, so I'm on the subs bench. So it's no running for me, let alone long running. Unfortunately, for you, bruv. Yes, it's, it's it's tough to take at the moment, but it's one of those things with weather like this. As you said, there's there's not a lot you can do anyway. You've mm. all covered what what you should be doing. I hydrating, cutting back, even not doing the run. You know, nothing's gonna nothing's gonna no. ruin your your plan no. if you just. Give this weekend a miss, but as you said, cut the run back or cut the pace back. Just make yeah. it easy. Walk, walk some of it. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. We're going to be walking plenty on at the weekend. Yeah. We just don't care. It's it, you're absolutely right. If you can cut it this week, do it. Um, some people like myself, I don't mind running in these. This, I have no problem with that. That's me. I know how I am. I've been doing this, you know, rodeo long enough that I know what it, what my body's capable of. So I, you know, but I would strongly suggest if you don't need to run this weekend, don't bother. You ain't going to lose nothing. Or get um, up early. Get yeah. up really, really early. Go out and do it really, really early. Early doors, you come home feeling better. And it can't yeah. physically be that hot before eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Just get your wake up, smash out six miles, done. Get your home and hose, get in the kids' paddling pool, whatever it is. Um, but I, 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 actually, you mentioned your injury. Yeah. Let's, let's Paul bring the viewers in on that. So, when did you do it? What did you do? It's hard to pinpoint. I've always, after every marathon, I always take a whole week off. I've always had a whole seven days off. It's just the way I've always done things. So there's always going to be something underlying, I believe, that you just don't know what's there. And when we done the Hop 24, because it was spread over 24 hours, well, 18 hours in the end, I ended up doing 30 miles. Because it was spread out over the time, I didn't really take that in as being marathon distance, even though it was longer. I come straight back into the training on the Tuesday interval session and went quite hard. Ouch. And I haven't felt right since. What's gone? Uh, I've seen the physio. It's a, I've got a tendon that's just a bit, I think it's just an aggravated tendon. It's at the bottom what, of the calf, is it? No, it's, it's right low down by the ankle. Right. So when I'm walking, sitting down, I don't feel anything. It's just literally when I'm running, when I'm pounding. But the difficult thing is, People keep saying, is it better? I don't know. Until I run, I don't know yeah. if it's better. So that was the plan at ASICS at the weekend. Thought I'd have a run out, see what it feels like. It wasn't too bad, but it was still there. So the mm. sensible thing to do, especially with the heat as well, is just take another week off. Mm. I yeah, I mean, where are you in terms of your plan? Because is, is it Berlin first or Chicago first? Yeah, we've got Berlin, which is the week before London. So yeah. currently on, I believe, week six. Right. So I've missed a, missed a couple of weeks. Um, so that's two weeks out. I've got another week out, I reckon, at least. Mm. So now is a time when I start thinking to myself, I need to make adaptions. It's not 
three weeks. When you can miss a day, you can miss a long weekend because of the heat. Yeah, Missing yeah. three weeks from your plan, it, it's not. It's not. It's not doable. The marathon. But I need to start being more realistic about. Are you? Um, yeah. Is, is this sort of like the fact that you've got two in the? There's only a couple of weeks between them, isn't there? Yeah, we've got you know, Berlin. Does that, two weeks out of Chicago. Does that? Does that affect your mindset in respect that? Oh well, if I'm not quite ready for Berlin, I could be all right for Chicago. Or do you just push on to try and be right for Berlin, and then think, well, if Chicago don't happen, then it don't happen. Yeah. How are you looking at it? No, that's a great call. So I have started to think to myself. Maybe the plan would be to do the long, take Berlin really easy and do that as my long kind of last run and then really mm. have a go at Chicago. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking now, I'm just, I think I'm just going to wing it, see how I feel, see how I feel in the next couple yeah. of weeks, take complete pressure off myself. I've always said, I've said to Chris before, when you're chasing PBs and doing these, do them at local races, smaller races. I think the big majors and the big ones, I've got to take my own advice, go out and enjoy them. Don't yeah, go out I'm with and you on that. doing PBs and mm. stuff. Oh, and enjoy them race, enjoy the atmosphere, don't yeah. worry about everything else. And now mm. I've got a perfect excuse to maybe cut the training back and do that. So and not go too of... mad and then benefit from perhaps not doing in other areas of your life where you like yeah. not turning up on a podcast on your wedding anniversary. Yeah, that's probably a good school boy. Huh? <laughs> Have you apologised? Because you can do it publicly if you want to the 20,000 yeah. people that listen to this podcast. The stage you is yours, mate. mate. Away you go. Off you go. Lulu, I am very, very sorry. And? Tonight, the podcast has got priority. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't script that. It wasn't on me. No, hour, nothing. We, hour we're hour not giving this. She loves me. She knows. She's fine. She, <laughs> she ain't got a choice. She's, you won't. She's probably behind the camera in a dress, ready to go out of a clutch bag, ready to go out, right? She's going, come on, mate, hurry up. Get yeah, just take that watch. Yeah. No, we've been out all day. We was on the M25 coming back. I was looking at my watch thinking, this traffic better hurry up. I <laughs> didn't want to miss it, good lad. That's de- I'll be fair, that is dedication, isn't it? Unlike, say, yeah. Toby, who's gone away <laughs> camping with you know who, and they've all gone camping this weekend, sacked us off and said, you know what, admin and admin and Hayden step up, fully <laughs> be all right, don't worry about it. This is the problem, see? Oh, by the way, has everybody seen the picture on the A610K? Good link, admin. A610K uh, Instagram page today. No. There's a picture of Toby's rather large behind with 40 runs printed right big on it. Um, it's a it's a quality. I was tagged today, but he's he's on there, isn't he? I mean, I was thinking to him. I made a, some, you know, obviously a stronger reference about his behind. Um, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's on there. Have a look at him. You'll see the back of Toby. And then someone else commented, tagged me, and said, "Oh, 40 runs," and it wasn't. It was Speedgoat. So I, he, I don't know why I keep he's getting mistaken for me. I'm. I'm older and more wiser looking. He's sort of young. And, and usually about 15 minutes ahead of you. Yeah, that is true. It's because he was behind me for a change. <laughs> I've had it a couple of races. Well, I've had the old camp run. I'm f- filming. I've got the 40 runs on my back. Uh, people come up behind me, tap me. Oh, mate, yeah, I've seen your YouTube channel. Oh. I turn around and they realise. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It's because we're, so, we're brothers. I told you, we were split at birth, me and you. 100%. <laughs> Oh, we've had some. We've actually had some questions. Admin, you're going to have to step in here because we're getting loads of comments. And thanks everybody who, who is commenting and putting questions in. It, we really do appreciate. It. And I've got to give a shout out, by the way. I don't know if you've seen Wilco. First, actually, firstly, big shout out to everybody who lives in Malta who listened to the podcast last week. Every person, every single person in Malta, all six of them listened to the podcast last week to make this the biggest podcast in Malta. So thank you. 
but also um, some of the reviews. I don't know if you've seen it, Wilco. Lovely Ooh, reviews. Yeah, so thanks a lot. Genuine. Uh, mean that a lot. Um, keep them coming in. But I mean, we just, we just, actually, we just like reviews of any sort of like sort really. If there's anything that you've got that you suggest that we should do and things like that, we're quite happy to accept. Yeah, even if it's got you want us to do something that's absolutely not related to running at all. So we we don't really care anymore. We'll talk about anything. Yeah, we've got nothing to do on a Friday. Someone let me know how Rory's getting on in the golf. Thank you. Right, um, (laughs) Andy, go. Yeah, uh, so loads of comments about getting up early to go for a run. So 5am and cutting them back to doing 5Ks and 10Ks rather than an easy pace rather than Mm. a bit hard. Um, There's a question, though, saying from Gary Howland, uh, who's saying he's struggling to hit heart rate or zone five when he's doing interval runs. Just doesn't feel like his uh, legs move fast enough. Got any tips on how to get to that? that You're you're a bit of an interval guru. Do you want to take that one? thing with the heart rate training in itself it, it's heart rate training so it's more your heart rather than your legs moving faster your legs moving faster and your pace being faster indirectly should make your heart rate go quicker but again it, it's down to effort but there's so many other things involved is his zone set correctly are yeah, his zone yeah. set correctly is he using a chest strap is it a watch strap there's so many other things that can be brought into play with the question but ultimately it's just Getting that maximum effort, the more if you feel like you're putting in your absolute, absolute maximum effort, then you're in zone five, no matter what your watch tells you or what guy yeah, tells you. You're so right. For when it comes to interval training, right, I would actually ignore your zones. If you are giving an Aiden's on the money in terms of effort, you need to be it's perceived effort. So if you're absolutely chucking the kitchen sink at that interval, right, and that whole session, so you've you're done at the end of it. You are spent. You've got nothing left. Then I tell you what, I guarantee, no matter what your watch says, you've been in zone five. How long you've been in it? Okay, yeah, you can argue that, whatever. But if you are genuinely operating at the top of your ceiling and beyond, you have 100% been in zone five. So I would go always intervals, perceived effort over heart rate. Yeah, great. Um. Alan Carrick has just said, do you have any suggestions for hydration jackets, vests and bottles, which in this weather are going to be really important? So, Yeah, I, I did a video. We did a we did one with three hydration vests, all for under 100 quid. Check it out on the YouTube channel. There was an Aniji one, cheap O one from Decathlon that Simon swears by, um, which is extra, extra large. And then we've got... Um, the what was the one I was wearing? I can't remember what it was. Oh, Harrier one, the Cuba five litre. They're all great ones. The Energy one, the 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 Harrier one. I think everybody in forty rounds has got an Energy hydration. Yeah, vest, you know the decathlon. To be fair to Si, that's just as you know that's just as good, and it is cheap. Say, um, you just got to watch your size, and say he had to go extra, extra, extra large for his. But if you um if you have a was that, the, that was that the hydration capacity or just to get it over your shoulder? Yeah, just get on. So if you um if you have a look at that video, that might help you out. Um yeah, I think every Hayley, which one have you got? Or do you uh, honestly, I've never run in one in my life. I, I was gonna say that. You carry a bottle, didn't you? Um yeah, my long runs or yeah. race days, I just use the water that's on course. I just, yeah. just it irritates me and I, it's added weight, it's added baggage, it's something else to think about. Exactly. I always think on these runs, the less things to think about the better you're going to perform. So He ain't got time, this boy. He's so, he's done by the time he's like getting thirsty. This is what you got to remember. <laughs> remember he won the yeah. ma- Edinburgh Marathon. Remember that. People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. 
Right. <laughs> um, another one is talking about ballot places or charity places. So this is interesting. So uh, talking about the cost of doing big runs like London Marathon and Great North Run, which are really hard to get into on the ballots. What do people do? Do they go for charity places or do you just hold out until you get uh, get a ballot place? I mean, yeah, the chances of getting a London ballot place are 4% or something ridiculous. Yeah. So, it's about, I reckon it's about 40 to 1. Yeah. yeah, if you've got your heart set on doing London, the best thing to do is probably to get. Obviously, you got you can get a club place. I mean, we do a, a ballot system within the club. We get four places. This year's totally funky in terms of how they're doing. It. I've got absolutely no idea because of where everything's deferred. But usually, we get four places that we ballot off, right? Because of the yeah. size of the club. So there's your club places that you can look out for, or the the you know good for age. You know, like uh, myself and Hayden, we'll be good for age uh, probably next year. Hayden, no pressure. Um, but we've got that. Or I think genuinely you've got the ballot and um, the charity route to go down. Y- yes, you've got to stamp up an extortionate amount of money, which is going to go to a very good cause, whatever charity you pick. And they will need that money, some more than others. Um, but there are some amazing charities out there. So pick a charity that's close to your heart that you can raise for and almost – Take one for the team that time by raising that money just to do that special race. But then do what Hayden said. Enjoy it. Don't try and chase the time. Have the best time of your life. Walk over Tower Bridge. Soak it up at Cutty Sark. You know, get out of mud shoot as quick as you can. Enjoy <laughs> enjoy, 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 Canary Wharf, you know, and, and that finishing stretch down embankment. But, you know, that's the sort of thing. But, yeah, I would say if it's a really special race that you've got your heart on, whether it be the Great North Run maybe, um, a lot of people love to do that. It's one of the greatest races in the world. Then maybe it is worth getting a ballot, a, a, a charity place because the ballot's so hard. I mean, landmarks. I think most people seem to get in more to that and and rural parks than than some others that I know of. Even the Great North Run. We, I know we're very UK centric here at the moment on the show, but speak. You know, put it in the the chat thing about some of the other ballots out there in the world. But for us over here, it, the London Marathon, you've got no chance unless you're dead lucky but the the others you've got you ain't got a bad chance i mean out of us right so wilco have you ever been lucky in a ballot in yeah ballot? i got in the ballot for the great north run i got in the ballot for Nothing royal parks that. when it was um cancelled yeah i got in the ballot for landmarks and i got in the ballot for the dub this year's dublin marathon have you got the lottery numbers <laughs> uh hayden what about you ever been yeah, lucky? I, got, I got in ballot for chicago for this year i got in ballot for royal parks We've going back to that with Great North, the best way to do it is sign up for the membership. Oh, yeah, all day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I've got a membership. Yeah, 100%. What about you, Admin? Have you ever been lucky in a ballot? None. Oh, don't ever go to work at the casino then. (laughs) Zero. Wilco stole my places by the sound. (laughs) (laughs) Wilco. Wilco's taking everybody's places. You should be banned from them ballots, Wilco. I think it's because he's he's a journalist. He's on the inside. Do you know what I mean? They're oh, like, yeah. Friends in high places. Scratch my back. I'm a media company. You know, all that. Okay. Plenty, plenty of enemies in high places, mate. I don't know about friends. Oh, hang on. Listen, Carl's voice is... Look look at this comment. Yeah. Carl is lucky in the ballot. We know who Carl this is. Uh, every yeah. single time. London. He got in London. Ride what? 100. Carl, I'm going to come and give you a big rub. Because rub some of that luck onto me. How's that? We're calling Ballot Boy. Ballot Boy, Carl. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Hang on. What is this? I saw something else. Is this a trainer question come up? Yeah, this is yes. trainer. So 
talking about the endorphin speed too, what do you reckon the maximum mileage in them is? They feel like they've lost their pop after about 240 miles. Is it time to upgrade? Hey, and you got the speed twos, didn't you? I got the speed twos. I trained oh, you... for Ed- Edinburgh in them. I've done more than 200. I reckon about about 400 odd miles done in mine, but they, they've had it now. But yeah, I'd say yeah. about 400 I've got out of them. Yeah, you, 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 you should get, you know, a good 400 out of them. Yeah. Easy. But I, I do understand that they do, well, necessarily say they break down, but they do lose a little bit of zip um, when you start going into those bigger miles. Um, but yeah, I th- yeah, classic example. He's, he's just said he's, he's gone over for one. But sounds to me like you're just looking for an excuse to upgrade. So just do it. <laughs> just just do spend it. the money, mate. Yeah, just buy them. Just go into Wilco's Nike box and get a few 50s out. That's gone, mate. I had to give it back. What, the Nike box? Yeah, a bloke came around and said, that box shit I'll give you. Can I have it back? What, that so collection come around, did he? Yeah, I never looked in it. I'll just give it back to him. Don't tell lies. Right, so... Well, oh, we need to get on to Sabrina's review of the Asics oh, 10K. Yeah, you want to listen to this. Right, if you're listening from Limelight, who are friends of the show, I love you, by the way. Uh, this is nothing mm. to do with me, right? Let me just hide this thing up. I don't know. It's a bit like um, it's a bit like Blue Peter when they used to make something for your auntie. Oh, it's yeah. Father's Day. If your yeah. dad's away, if dad's there, just let him go and sit in the kitchen for a little bit. So if you're yeah. from my just pop yeah, away for like, Switch off now, and then we'll come back in about three or four minutes. So, oh, <laughs> ready? Hayden, put your fingers in your ears. Right, go, Sabrina. How did you find the A six ten K? Uh. So, firstly, I'm going to caveat this by saying I had a lovely morning run with Petra, right? It was a beautiful day in London. I had a lovely run with Petra. However, Limelight and A610K, cost is extortionate, like 50 quid for everyday runners. The cost of living, and if you think the average per family or household earns 30 grand a year in the UK – to be able to spend 50 quid on one day to go and run, not even taking into account travel expenses, food, water, any of that kind of stuff, it is extortionate, 55 quid, right? You've got to pay for them to post your number and they don't even give you safety pins. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Firstly, their communication is diabolical. Don't ask people for their T-shirt sizes and then the week of the event, tell them they're not getting a T-shirt. I'm not actually fussed about race T-shirts. I think I've said this before. I'm not one of these people that's bothered about medals being wooden or metal or or whatever, right? But it's the fact that don't tell people they're going to get something and then the week of the event, take that away from them when they paid fair whack for it. Um, They tell you it's a red weather warning the week before, right? We knew it was going to be hot. Everyone knows. And yes, it's on us as individuals to make sure we are looking after ourselves and we've taken into account for that heat. However, they had ample opportunity to put on an extra water station potentially or think about where those water stations were. So the first one, I think, was over 6K and then the second one. 6.2, I think. Yeah, and then 9K. By that point, you're kind of done. If you've gone at it, you need water. Um, So, yeah, and then... The bit that took the biscuit for me and the boys had to hear about this because I was seething as I came across the line. I go give you a bag, a tote bag that's got nothing in it, or I think it had a flapjack in it as Toby went to be. Didn't you take the flapjack out? I was like, no, I gave them the bag back. I know, you threw the bag back at them. Yeah. You can, you can anyway. actually watch this yourself on the video. I've seen it. You it was live, see, wasn't it? We got it, it live. on the action. Yeah. And, so, you know, one of the most upbeat person people I've ever met. 
the look on her face. He was fuming. So get yourself on YouTube and have a look. It's because they say we're not going to give T-shirts because of the environment, which, fine, if that's that's your stance on it. However, don't give people tote bags, which are terrible for the environment. You'd have to use a tote bag every day for about 70 years for it to become truly sustainable. So I can't say I'm not going to give you a T-shirt, but I'm going to give you a tote bag. And most of us, I mean, some of the people running would be lucky enough to have another 70 years in them. Most of us have been in 70 years. It's true, though. So, lovely run, lovely morning out in London. You come over Westminster Bridge and you look at Big Ben and you think, do you know what? There is nothing like running in a city. London is the best city in the world. And there is, you, you truly appreciate it when you kind of go, oh my God, I'm so fortunate to be able to do this. But they can do one, to be perfectly right. honest. Right, Hayden, bad night. <laughs> What's your what's your input on bag gate? I agree. The bag the bag is a shocker, absolutely yeah. shocker. It, that, it was almost like rubbing salt in the wounds. And in fact, it's a big bag and it's got one flapjack thing in it. That is just. And then and then you've got you get your own sachets of of you know the hydration stuff, which is actually quite nice, by the way. But you go and then put some sachets in it, and that's it. That was all yeah. that was on offer. So you went down to your little shopping, put it in your bag. It was bags. the most pointless <laughs> bag, right? It was ever. Because there was just, it was like a measly flapjack thing. And then about as many sachets of, which was, I'm guessing it was some sort of plasticky foil based product that again, talk about sustainability, that you would then take, put it in your bag. It, yeah, it, it kind of, and the cost, right? Because don't forget, again, being totally impartial, they did say in the email, I didn't realise, by the way, when you signed up about the fact that you picked your, your, your size for your t-shirt. So they clearly were going to give a t-shirt out, but for whatever reason. Um, so I didn't know that. And then they uh, said that I thought it was always, you weren't going to get a t-shirt. So that's even worse. But um, the fact that, <laughs> the fact that they then, Oh, I don't know. It's just, uh, uh, where do you stop? You know what I mean? It's like, we could just have, keep having a go at these people, but it is, it is frustrating. Right. When it's over 50 quid for a 10 K, it is punchy. And, yeah, it, it does. But do as I always say, do your talking with your feet, people. But I would say, right, it was noticeably quieter, I would say, than previous years. Um, I agree about the point about the water stations. I think they could have changed it up. On, on, a, 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 on 10K races from England Athletics, as far as I'm aware, they, you don't have to put water on. Um, but so they did put two water stations out, in fairness to them. But I do I do believe they should have put one of those... Um, like three k, you should. What, what common sense would have said, three k, five k, seven k. Right? Again, they probably might not have had the volunteers to put those on. So I appreciate that. No, they, but... they, they actually, so they actually gave there was one extra water station to last compared to last year. Yeah, so that's you what I mean. The one, yeah, the you know, one, where like... it was one extra station was before you went up towards your pens before the race start. That right, was their okay. extra water station this year compared to previous years before you even start the race. Yeah, so. You know, they don't, they don't have to put it on, but it's always, whenever I've done it, you've done it as well, Hayden, it's always a hot race. So always, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a, I'm a bit perplexed by that. Um, it sounds like you're all out of the world of a time. No, but you know what? <laughs> it, is, it is a good race. It is a good event. It is. It is. Um, is it worth the money? No. But as I said, we've gone over this a million times. All the races are going to put their prices up, right? There's nothing we can do about it. The only thing we can do about it is do the talking with our feet, people, and do and do these races. I would say, again, in fairness to them, if you go early bird, 
it well, it's about 40 quid, 30, 40 quid or something, apparently. Someone told me in the comments on the video that it is cheaper. But still, that said, you know, I think you have to get the membership and all that sort of stuff. So, I don't know. It is all getting a bit, bit complicated. Yeah. Pay 30 euros to do half marathon in Ibiza like I did yesterday. That's what you Yeah, if you're, if you're new to this, there's a, they're basically on in April, the second will go. April the 1st. It's yeah, no like April, that. It's no April Fool's. It's if, you, if you are anywhere near Ibiza <laughs> and you're not running, you need to evacuate the island because there's about 3 million fully runners heading your way who will be on it large. So you want to, <laughs> you want to get out of Dodge before they arrive. Or, as I actually recommend, join the party because you'll have a whale of a time. Yeah, um, come. Get on it. Get on it big time with, with the, the 40 Runs crew celebrating Young Hells Bell's 50th. And her jersey, her vest has come through today. She's got a personalised vest with, um, you know, with the Ibiza thing. Because Charlie messaged me and said, are oh, we getting... Can we do a, a special Ibiza top? So we've done that, and it's got the Pasha, which uh, probably are trademarked. Hopefully they're not listening. Um, <laughs> thing on it, and uh, so we totally robbed that, and then we stuck that on the logo. And then Hell's Bell's top's got this massive fifty on the back. You ain't going to miss out. Well, you might do because she's so bleeding rapid at the moment. She'll be like probably winning it with She'll be first time anyway. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So if you if you want to sack all the stuff off over here or if you're listening to this in Malta which is not a million miles away or even if you're in Ecuador because we've got big following out there and we're still number one in Hong Kong you could just fly over to Ibiza and turn it up and then go clubbing all night that's what I reckon here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers Archfit Footwear okay I know what you're thinking Archfit Footwear ah, I don't Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Sketches Archfit are great for virtually everybody. Archfit was designed by experts, giving you podiatrist certified arch support and all day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support, I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Sketches Archfit. Find Sketches Archfit footwear for men and women everywhere. Um, Wilco, can I just mention something? Of course. Actually, 31 minutes. Firstly, big shout out Sketchers. Um, oh, yeah. Do yeah. love pair Sketchers. Somebody asked me again about daily trainers. Check out Sketchers. Go run right 10. But also, it's 32 minutes, and we've not actually spoke about what we was meant to speak about so far. In the well, we've had, a big, we've had a great introduction. 
Yeah, but now we I'm... can get to the stage where we're going to talk about our main topic okay. now, which we you you threw out at the end of a um of a, chat a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? You mm. said, "Oh yeah, well, it all depends on whether you want to be faster runner or a better runner. What do people think?" Yeah, and I mean, I put a question up on the um, I put a poll up on the uh, Facebook. Ninety percent. Well, two things came out of it. Ninety percent of people said that they'd rather be a better runner than a faster runner. Mm. We had about one hundred and thirty um, votes. But lots of people said, what do you mean? What's the difference? So, Chris, can you sort of like start us off on how you'd interpret the difference between being a better runner and a faster runner? Okay. Well, firstly, I actually think it's going to screw all those 190 people up. I think by becoming one, you become the other anyway, right? Regardless. But by becoming a better runner, I just think there's – firstly, I hope that you enjoy it more because you learn the pitfalls and you understand the pitfalls that you don't go out and do every run at 3000 miles an hour and get injured. You don't go out, you know, and do silly mileage because somebody on Strava or other running based apps is doing silly stuff. And you learn about your form, you learn about your pacing, you learn about your, your race and running craft, you learn about your hydration. And overall, as you learn and go through your journey, as a runner, you become a better runner because like anything, you get more experience and say so you learn from it. So I personally would much rather be a better runner in terms of learning through my mistakes that I've made through mm. training and races and stuff like that. But I do think that that then has a positive effect. And again, you might not be running to get faster. You might be running because you know, you're because you, of your mental health, because you want to lose weight, whatever. Right. But to uh, the, the, I would say the, the, the side effect, the outcome of becoming a better runner is usually the fact that you become a faster runner because you train better. The balance in which you train is better. Um, the sort of level and, and flow, the ebb and flow, sorry, of your training gets to the point in which you're able to then maximize those higher efforts, those, those tougher sessions. We talk about intervals. If you're attacking those, you've learned you know what to do in them like Gary, what was, i think it's gary you know we've we've said to you it's effort based so again you learn that sort of craft and becoming a better runner you're going to max those sessions you're going to become fitter you're going to become faster because of that you might not want to get faster mm. but it's usually a byproduct of you becoming a better runner so that's where i was trying to go with it if that makes any sense it seems that it seems like it's part of the it's doing the actions to become a better runner will be one is you know, the, the method and the other one is the result. Yes. You see what I mean? yes. Because lots of people, lots of people said, you know, they were talking about better runner in terms of, because um, what the time is on your watch is only a certain component of it. What they're saying was, I'd, like Donna said, I'd, I'd rather be a happier runner just to enjoy my runs. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I said at the front end. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's getting, becoming a better runner, I think is getting out of it what you want to get out of it ultimately mm. so like again if you're looking to run to improve your mental health and it is helping your mental health then you are becoming a better runner because you're getting out of it what you want if you want to if you want to run because you enjoy that or because you like to be competitive or because you're losing weight and then you start to see those results come through then you are becoming a better runner so i think some of the training plans I do and the coaching I do for people is actually based around that methodology of 
let's not worry about times. Let's try and focus on getting you becoming a better runner. So whether it's more mm. consistent or we, you know, we focus a little bit more. So you're a little bit more controlled in your pacing or, you know, you know that you're not doing, you know, really high efforts. Let's try and switch a little bit to that. So it blends all the other stuff out. And we focus a little bit more on that instead of the end goal of, oh, I've got a complete London Marathon. You know, it, it depends on where you, you're at. You, as a coach, you're always trying to help the runners become better runners, but for whatever reason they want to do, whether it is literally so they can enjoy it, to stay injury-free, mm-hmm. to lose the weight, to get Yeah, part. it's interesting you should say about in, perhaps injury-free was something that came up quite a lot. Of people. It's almost as if... It, it wasn't just necessarily interpreted as being better run in a sort of physical sense. It was talking about perhaps being more savvy, more know, knowing more about, you know, gaining through the experience of stuff like that, you know, like being able to prevent themselves from being injured as well. Because the other issue is, of course, that, that you know, time ticks along. None of us are getting any younger and we will get to a stage where, doing your fast time, you're not going to be running as fast as you were five years ago. You know, it's just, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, and he's right in saying you're not getting any, well, we're all getting older, so just enjoy it. And it's funny, Matt runs 18 from YouTube, said it's mad how we beat ourselves up over minutes and seconds. And it's so mm. true. In the grand scheme of things, if you think about, if I look back and think about, the first run I ever went on, the first 40 run, 40, remember, turned up on it. What was that? Yeah. It was a new year. I had signed up for London Marathon and I'm like, I've got a marathon place. And they're like, okay, where, where are you at in your training? Oh, I've just started. I couldn't run before then. Turned up on a Wednesday night and they're probably like, how is she going to get around a marathon? But you look back then and go, I was run walking. And for me, it was like, even at that point, okay, being a better runner was, am I starting to be able to run for more a longer period of time than I'm walking for. Am I feeling better? Mm. Oh, wrist. I just remember saying I should have asked at the front of the show, and I, I just totally, oh. totally jumped all over admin. She's going to shoot me. <laughs> I forgot to say at the front end of the show. I wanted to ask everybody something, and I've just remembered what it is. Can oh, I say it now, Wilco or Hayden? Yeah. Oh, by the way, if any, everyone's asked about eight times why we put Hayden, it's because Hayden's here on his anniversary. So we're trying to rub it in that he's here on his anniversary so that his better half sees that he's he's actually, you know, he's done Cheers, this mate. deliberately. Yeah, appreciate Sorry, that. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, can I say it with, uh, with Hayden? Yeah, if you don't forget. Yeah. yeah, and then you can carry on what you're talking about. Sorry. I want to know, really random, if you're listening to this live, all 10,000 of you, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, can you email him? What is it, Wilco? Oh, yeah, we've got an email address. It's longrunshow at gmail.com. Yeah. Can you email in, who do you follow, apart from Hayden, on TikTok as runners? Yeah. Can you let us know, apart from Hayden, because you should all be following Hayden on TikTok. Um, can you let us know who on TikTok you watch as runners? Really random question. There is a reason. We'll come on to it another week, month, whatever. But just let us know. Email in somethingtiktok.com. Right, sorry, you, what was you talking about? We're talking about being a better runner and how oh, yeah. we... Yeah. Not TikTok style. <laughs> so how did you... So when you started, what, what were the, the initial steps that you did to sort of like become a better runner? You were saying that you were doing more sort of like bigger uh, proportions of your stuff was running and walking and it seems gradual, very gradual thing. Yeah, but the, the biggest 
thing I did was go and join a club because I didn't know what I was doing, right? So I was like, I don't know if if I'm in the, I don't know if I was in the right shoes, if I was even in running shoes, I just had a pair of trainers that I went, all right, they look like they'll do. I'll chuck them on and, and hope for the best, right? Um, and the and I say it genuinely, the best thing I did was go and turn up to a club because suddenly it's not just the coaches that you get advice from, but everybody else was like, oh, I've been there, don't worry. I felt like this. And yes, we're all different and Sometimes you need to take other people's advice with a pinch of salt, unless it's coming from someone that's qualified. Um, but because otherwise, because you can, you can get really bogged down in ten different people telling you ten different things, and that can become really overwhelming. So you have to be careful how where you get advice and how often and those kinds of things. But actually, having other people to learn from and to to kind of guide you on that journey, um, and hence why I then qualified to become a coach because knowledge is parent I can help myself and then help other people as part of it what do you think that's great do you think I mean you've done your courses and stuff like, I mean you only qualified a few weeks ago but you did your courses and everything do you think that has how do you think that has helped you improve your own performance oh way better because you know things that you didn't notice before so my form thinking about where my arms are thinking about my foot stride thinking about my posture um thinking about when you so as part of your training you've got to write a plan and you think about god well actually in my plan what am i doing if i'm telling other people to do this kind of 80 percent easy effort 20 percent hard effort am i really following these this guidance and these rules as well so you learn to take some of your own advice you also learn to relax a bit more because you can't think one of the things i teach you when you're coaching and chris you'll you'll know it's better than i do and you say this to us as well when we do our sessions, you're like, just focus on this one thing. So when we say to you, like Tuesday night, when I was like, focus on keeping your bodies upright. You can't change everything overnight. You can't think. There's, there's plenty of things that you can try. Um, but picking off one thing that might help, seeing what that does, or you try and change your pace, your foot stride, where your arms are. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. So figure out, I think it's about figuring out. And if you get a coach, what they tend to do is figure out, right, what's the one thing that's going to make the biggest impact and the biggest difference? How do you work on that first? See what that does. Go over your six, eight-week cycle and then, right, okay, where are we at? Reassess and go again. Usually yeah. it's just un- uncomplicating things. Yeah. You'll be surprised. You know, you get you get runners come to you and they've just got – they're like their brain's like a minefield because they've got all this stuff. Oh, I've got to run this time and I've got to do this long run and I've got to – I've got to get these in and, and I've been told to run six times a week and but then I need to go to the gym twenty times a week. Oh, but on Strava I need everyone's doing eight hundred thousand miles and I need to be running a lot quicker. So you're like so the first thing you're doing, the the easiest thing you could do as a coach is basically unburden them and just take l- literally everything away and go just run a bit slower. And and then immediately like oh yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And, and that's how you start and 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 that's absolutely right and then you just focus on whatever that is whether it's putting a little bit more effort into a, a hard session or making sure you're more consistent over a long run you know or it literally is just to get them to be consistent and it doesn't matter who you are as a runner as we always say the benefits of putting some consistency into your training even if it's just getting out there and running two three times a week yeah. And and you're running half hour every day or whatever. It doesn't matter, but it's just getting that consistency because then yeah. you can put I would just like to point out to everybody who's watching live, check it out. Oh. Changing colour. 
just put it out there. Beautiful. Hayden, what's your experience then, mate, in this? You know, do do you find ways to, you know, you're a, you're a decent runner yourself, do you know? Did, did you sort of like make big steps initially and how did you manage, to, how do you look to improve on what you're up to? Uh, I think the answer is like in the question, it's almost like how do you measure when you've become a better runner? Yeah. What, is, what, what is the measure? And the problem with it is, with the question is, 90% of the time people are going to say to you, I've got faster. Yeah. So it's almost yeah. like the two questions sort of intertwine. If you said to someone right now, who's a better runner, Mo Farah or Kipchoge? Most people are going to say Kipchoge. Why? Because he's faster. He holds yeah. a world record. It's, it's measuring the performance. That's the difficulty. Mm. And you need to set yourself goals to say to yourself, the most simplest one is at the moment I can't run. I want to be able to do a 10K in six months' time. Mm. Then you become a better runner and you're measuring your own performance against that. That benchmark. The problem is most people measure performance against time. It's just the easiest way to do it. So then it becomes you think you're a better runner because you're faster. So it's 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 a really difficult thing, and it's a personal thing as and well. And then you do have to take an account. You know, I could be, you know, there could be people who feel that they are a better, stronger runner when they're fifty, yeah. but not getting the same times as they were when they were thirty. Yeah, that yeah, that goes back to what I'm saying. That so that's their own personal measure. Their own personal measure is. They, they know that they're going to finish that 5K, 10K marathon feeling better than they did five years ago. And they think, I've, I've achieved my goal, I've become a better runner. I've comfortably run that marathon, whereas five years ago, that was really, really hard. So that's a good measurement for yourself. It's setting yourself your, their own their, their measurements to make yourself I suppose, a better runner. I suppose becoming a better runner becomes a, more of sort of like feeling like you're improving personally. Just yeah. like in your yeah. – not – you always say, oh, yeah, I feel a better person because then you would – that suggests, you know, that's not for you to say, you know, mm. if you're, oh, I'm a better person, you know, that's for other people perhaps to judge. But you may feel that you're better. You might feel better um, physically. You might think you're in better shape. You might think you're in better mental condition and stuff like that, regardless of what times that you're running. And I think that really came out in the survey that people wanted to feel happier. They want to feel that they're doing something. They want to feel motivated. And they're not particularly worried about what times they run. Oh, I agree. Yeah. One, of the, one of the big measures I feel as well is it's knowledge. I think mm-hmm. the more you know about running, the more you find out about running, is that is that that's got to be the number one goal. The more you know about it, the better the runner you'll become. And you mm-hmm. find out things by reading, watching podcasts, listening to people's channels, following other people, going to coaching sessions. The more you learn. You know, the more you become a better runner, that, that goes without saying. Yeah, I think, Chris, that's true. And if you're inquisitive and you want to improve, then the, there's so much there's so much more out there now. And it's so much easier to do that than it was perhaps 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, firstly, when you said survey, the first thing I thought was survey said, and then like, eh, eh, that thing's just put out there, right? There is other programs you can watch. Um yeah, you're right. There is there is a lot of, there is a lot of stuff out there. There's like 400 million podcasts all about running, right? Some of them are absolute toilet. Some of them mediocre like this. There's about six billion books out there. Again, some of them written by radio personalities who aren't qualified to write those books. Yeah. There's training plans out there from media companies written by people who aren't qualified to write those, but people still lap them up. I won't mention that. Um, But there's also really good knowledge out there from people who've been doing this game for a long time 
Alan's a really good personal base because he listens to a lot of podcasts and, and stuff and reads a lot more um, stuff about, you know, in general. There is a lot of good information out there. There's some good publications out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Runners World, they do a very good podcast um, with, you know, really good, um, high-quality, highly qualified guests on. They don't necessarily chase, you know, the celebrities like you get on some of these other podcasts just to get ratings and viewers. But they actually have people on there who, you know, like they have the head coach of England Athletics on there and stuff like that, you know, where there is value to be had listening to that because there's plenty of experience and plenty of advice there to be had. So, yes, there is a lot more information that you can source and you can learn about your craft and your sport because, again, a lot of you've got to remember, a lot of, 90% of us, you know, I exclude Hayden from this, we're, we're amateurs, yeah? You know, we we, we do this because it's our hobby, it's a sport, you know, for whatever reason, like I said, mental health, get fit because we want to meet people, social, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, this is but, a great point. Somebody, if I just cut you off, mate, somebody, yeah, there's on, comments just come through here from Facebook. It's not got a name on it, but I think it's a, it's quite a good point. Because I do think I was a better runner when I first started running compared to I, how I am now. I think I now overthink running, statistics, technology. When I first started, I just ran and enjoyed it. Yeah, and that goes back to our podcast last week about um, running apps. One of them, you know, with an orange logo. I think that's been a curse to a lot of people. You've got the incredible technology. I've got a Garmin 955 down there that's got, like, can literally clean clean the dishes downstairs. It's got that much stuff on it, right? It is, it is, you know, too much. There is a lot, you know, a lot to be said for running naked, you know, without you watching, just going back to enjoying it. Do a social run like we've done at club, you know, where it's literally just a chatty run just to enjoy it. Like what Hayden did the other night, everyone went to the pub, you know, get back to what's We never important. go to the pub in Hartford. He never tastes his stuff. <laughs> no. But get back to what's important about it. But go, answering your point, Wilco, yes, in terms of 10 years ago, purely through the power of social media and online content, there is a lot more accessible material to learn and get better although like i gave you those examples some of it is absolute so (laughs) take it with a have you got any um uh, that was from lee radcliffe from basic stuff thanks for that lee that was a cracking question um to that end chris how easy is it for people to separate the wheat from the chaff and know what's good advice and what's they shouldn't listen to I mean, you just, you look who's written it and where it's come from. And, you know, you just, you see, see that where, where the source is. And, and again, you listen to stuff. We, we quite openly say on this channel, on this podcast, we're not, you know, elite runners. We're not people who run certain times. We're not, yeah, I'm a coach and I'm an athletic, qualified athletics coach, but I am relatively inexperienced compared to people out there. Don't take my word for it. You know, there's people out there with a lot of experience, but there's also people out there who are claiming to know stuff that they, they simply aren't qualified to give that. That's not to say that there's people who have run multiple, you know, distances, times, and they've got a lot of experience. They've been through a lot of training blocks and they understand and they're only giving their opinion. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I would just say always take it with a pinch of There's people out there trying to make money off of Instagram, right, or off of youtube channels and they're and, and they're you know they're, they're media companies and they're putting stuff out there to make money and you've got to remember that so going with your eyes open in terms of what information you're sourcing um you know that's not to downplay people because it's in people are, the thing, great thing is you're running everybody's got an opinion we've all through, been through different experiences we're all different individuals human beings 
and we've all got an opinion and it's all valid. Um, so just, yeah, yeah. Most I would say as well that you can, you know, obviously there's lots of technical advice, but there's a lot of sort of like entertaining stuff as well out there as well that you can. Oh, yeah. I mean, right, we've gone a bit deep today, but the reason, no reason, we like to cock about and have some fun. And that's, I think that's, that's the most important thing about what we do. Again, it's a hobby. It's a pastime. It should be fun. If you're out there and you're slugging your guts out and it's making you miserable, why are you doing it? You might as well go and watch cricket. Do you know what I mean? What's the point? So mm. you just got to enjoy what you're doing and, 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 and become a better runner by having fun. I think that's, that for me is the number one thing. If you, Anybody who's having fun, what they're doing is usually doing it like well in their own mind. So they're, they're having the best time of their life. And that's all that matters. And then that's the way I think to become a better runner is just to enjoy what you're doing because then all that other noise and BS that surrounds it, it goes away because you're just having fun. Yeah. That, that, that's my view. This is, what, this is what we try to do down at the Surrey thing. People might see a lot of the posts and they see us. We play games. We don't have traditional where we meet up at a track and do 400 interval sprint sessions. We play games. We try to integrate the running session within the game so it becomes a bit of fun. People are having a laugh. They stop and they talk halfway and they forget about what they're actually doing, how much effort they're putting in. It just becomes fun. They go home, they've enjoyed it, but they're still getting the benefit in absolute form. That's definitely, definitely the way forward for your everyday runner. So yeah. I just, just answered Luke's question. Sorry, Aiden. He said, yeah, you rate sketches for you so people can say about you. Yeah, I know people say that about me. But the thing is, the difference is, I don't care, right? I'm pretty, pretty open face value, right? I, I, hopefully you realise that by now. I quite openly say that I'm inexperienced in terms of as coaching versus some of the other people, right? In terms of shoe reviews, I don't know what I'm talking about. You watch some of those reviews I make. They're terrible. I know what I'm talking about. All I'm telling you is what it's like from my own, own personal opinion. And that's the important thing. And that's where I'm totally transparent. This is only me saying this. And I'll say in everything I do, even on here, I will, it is just me. And I don't know why people are interested. It's lovely that people are. But it's only me. And what, what do I know? So, yeah, all right, I've done the qualifications and, you know, I've, I've you know, rated a few shoes and this and that and whatever. But just because I say it, it don't matter. So, yeah, I, I don't care. People will say that and they're totally entitled to. So I'll make you right. Well, we did I've a bad word about Skechers. They're my favourite traders at the moment. Oh, there you go. So oh. straight in there. Well done, Abby. Yeah, I came on here a year ago and was like, who would buy a pair of Skechers? Those no, it was, I'm not 60. <laughs> That's what you said. I'm yeah. 60. Flower effect sketches. No, I sent the boys a link the other day and went, oh, they've got them in pink now. Do you think I should buy another pair? We need to get Hayden in sketches. That's our next mission. <laughs> Max Rhodes. We've just got a um we've just got an email on the subject that we were talking about. Um from Lindsay Paul. Um thanks for sending it in, Lindsay. She said, um, I'd love to be a faster runner, being a mum of two young children and a bonus mum of two teenagers plus work, etc. I have very limited running windows. Becoming a faster runner would enable me to fit in longer runs as part of my training plans. Because my current long run pace, around 9.15 miles, I just can't have enough time to do the 20-mile-plus runs. So, uh, yeah, that's obviously... Um, so People can be motivated to be faster by, by, you know, by doing so many different things, can't they? And uh, for so many different reasons. Yeah. Um, we've had a question, actually. Oh. Super Chappy 1992. Uh, so this is about shoes, but question: Carbon plated shoes, cheating or not? What are what are your thoughts? So, oh, Hayden's good to ask this because he lives. Hayden, right? He actually <laughs> sleeps in Alpha Flies. 
ask, ask, ask his poor wife, who's not even allowed to go out on her anniversary. <laughs> ask her, Lulu, get asked definitely, compensation, new pair of alpha flies. Um, ask Hayden, because he like he sleeps yeah. in his. Go on, Hayden. I've actually, I've actually promised the fact of anniversary that I won't wear him to bed tonight. So <laughs> this guy said that he had a recent chat at his club session and he was shocked to hear that some runners refuse to wear them as they believe it gives you too much of an advantage come race day. <sighs> the sentiment of that is nice. I sort of understand it, but it's it's life and times and technology. And it's like a cyclist saying, I'm not going to get the best bike out there. I'm going to go and ride a bike that's got stabilizers on or it's got a basket on the front in the Tour de France. You're not going to do it. You want to use the best thing to enhance your performance. And these shoes, like they, they do that. They do do that. They can't, they're not cheating. They're allowed. The minute they're banned from England Athletics, like they were at one point, then that's fair enough to take that stance. But they're allowed. There's nothing cheating. Every main professional at the ASICs 10K last weekend, majority of people with carbon-plated shoes on. It's the way of the world. It, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's out there, so why not use it? Yeah. That's hmm. the thing, right? It's not cheating. Again, everybody's allowed to do what they want. No one's, no one's putting a gun to your head. And say you must run in carbon plated shoes. Otherwise, you know what I mean. And it, yeah, it's it's personal choice. If you've got two hundred and seventy five quid to go and dump that on a pair of Alpha Fly twos, crack on. If you've not got that, but you still want to buy a pair of you know Asics Magic Speeds and they're hundred and forty quid, crack on. It's up to you, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's not cheating. It's there. It's there for everyone to buy. If you if you want to run in them all the time, you do it. Right. If you want to buy a pair of Crocs, five quid from Primark and running them, crack on. But if you what are going to do that, can you, can you send the video in to me? Because I'd love to put it on the YouTube channel. Be what about if you only put 60% effort in? Is it worth it? Yeah. Then? Does anyone know anyone who puts 60% effort in? <clears throat> he went to 65 oh. Give him. Yeah, he did. To be fair, he, he did go up just probably a fraction under 65% this week at club. He he was he was blowing when he had me. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but this is what happens you see it's like your heart rate your effort level and in the 60% scale will naturally go up when the weather's higher so what, you're, what you're saying is technically you're still within your threshold of being at 60% because it's just the heat I, 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 I can sleep easy at night mate no no <laughs> <laughs> so, hashtag 60% Oh, dear. have we um, have we got anything else in the in the, in? The... Have we got time for one more question? If we've got any, oh, I saw yeah. one about um yeah, medical is. certificates in France. Whether yeah, yeah. So uh, Glenn Clooney was saying, do you think you should have a medical certificate for running marathons like they do in France? I think um, I would say no. Personally, I would say, for my opinion. If you're in a position where you're not feeling great, you're not you know you're not you're not fit, you're not well, your doctor's advising against it. You've obviously had to seek medical advice, then don't do it. That said, pot kettle, I refer back to my London trip last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you show an exemption in terms of? No, I don't think it is. I, I think it, we're all grown ups, so we all make decisions based, you know, sen- what we, we perceive as sensible decisions. Um, I don't think you you need to because you should be sort of making grown up decisions. That's I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's so a I'm very a, personal thing, isn't yeah, it? I, I mean, I would suggest that I I think it would become a burden on doctors who've got enough things to do to uh, then get handing out. 
Yeah, you, know, you would rather them save people who've got like... Yeah, I'd rather they were looking at that sort of thing. But what I would say is that when I'm looking at uh, April Marathon and for... Oh, until I go to Paris, that did put me off. The fact that I thought, oh, well, I've got to go to doctors, I've got to get a certificate. Um, I don't, you know, it will point me to going somewhere else. So um, that's what I think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you, if something doesn't feel right, whether it be a niggle, an injury, or it could be potentially something else, 4D, mm-hmm. we've learned from you, mm-hmm. um, get yourself checked. So I think it's about mm-hmm. being... Yeah, if you're bleeding every day a pint of blood through your nose and other areas, I would probably recommend seeking a doctor and listening to their advice. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be in that position, would you? Yes. Right. So we've done an hour. So I'm sure people are fed up with us. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining well, us on the long run. We'll go. We've got to let him go now. <laughs> Haven't we, really? We, I mean, Aiden, oh, should we let yeah. him off early? Yeah. Hey, if you want to go now, Get yourself out of trouble. Yeah. Just, you, You'll probably well, be there in time for this sort of eaten mess or the tiramisu, you know. Your steak's in the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no, mate. We're all, we're all we appreciate you coming on. We do. Yeah. No problem. Enjoyed it. Always great. Oh, thanks, mate. It's great to see you. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Big news next week. Next week, we have the speedy Ben Felton of Ben is Running is coming on, and he's going to talk about he recently did his uh, first marathon in Copenhagen. So he's going to be talking about the things that he wished he'd have known before he did his first marathon. So I'm sure there are lots of you out there who can relate to that. So if you've got any sort of questions for him or any observations on that subject, please email longroundshow.gmail.com during the week or you can get in touch with us on the 40 Run uh, Facebook community. Um, thank you very much. Join us every week on Facebook and YouTube at 7 o'clock on Fridays, or you can download us because we put out as a podcast on your favourite um, podcast provider of choice, uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, etc. Thank you very much for our sponsors, Sketches. Please send us an email, longrunshow at gmail.com. Thanks to Sabrina. Thanks to Hayden. Thanks to you, Chris. Not done a too bad a job on pressing the buttons, actually. But I've not done, oh, hang on, we've got a big echo. See, I've cocked that up. We've, I've not done the outro yet. So I'm just pre-warning everybody, if it cuts off or we get something, it's not my fault, it's Toby's. Yeah, so, so he's done all right so far. We'll put it that way. So we're going to have to run those titles and put them to the test. So we will see you next week. Have a, enjoy your running. Stay safe. Drink plenty of water. We'll see you next week. Thanks very much. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 